Hey everybody, it's Shaman Sister Sin, and you're listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by BetterHelp.com and LittleShaman.org. That's me, the Little Shaman. Today I wanted to talk to you about something many people encounter when dealing with narcissistic personalities, and that is something called an unfalsifiable hypothesis. The unfalsifiable hypothesis fallacy was mentioned in a recent video, and I thought we could talk more about it on the show today. As you probably know, hypothesis is just a fancy word for conclusion. It's saying that if we look at the evidence, this is the result or the conclusion or one of the results or one of the conclusions that we believe we will probably get. My hypothesis is that if I throw a rock up in the air, it will fall back down. I can then test that hypothesis and see if it holds up by throwing a rock up in the air. If it falls back down, the results support my hypothesis, my conclusion, and my hypothesis has been validated. If it does not fall back down, my hypothesis has not been validated. A falsifiable hypothesis is one that can be proven false, which means it can be tested for validity. In science and in life, it's important that we be able to prove our conclusions on some level. That's how we know that we're in reality. An unfalsifiable hypothesis is one that cannot be proven false, which means it cannot be tested for validity. In other words, it can't be proven wrong. When the results of testing invalidate our hypothesis, our conclusion, this tells us that we're wrong. If that cannot happen, then we can never be proven wrong. This is often what you see with narcissistic personalities. The type of conclusions they come to and the arguments that they make involve unfalsifiable hypotheses. They are based on things that essentially cannot be proven wrong. And contrary to the narcissist's apparent belief, these things are not impossible to falsify or disprove because they're so true and correct. They're impossible to disprove because there's no way to test or prove them. For example, you can't prove you are thinking or not thinking something. You can't prove you are feeling or not feeling something. You can't prove you believe or don't believe something. You can't prove you meant or didn't mean something. You can't prove you did not do or say something in many contexts. These things are often the crux of arguments with pathologically narcissistic personalities. For them, the fact that these things can't be proven wrong is proof that they're right. This kind of illogical thought process is one of the things that makes dealing with narcissists so frustrating and ultimately pointless. They insist that you need to prove the unprovable. They want you to convince the unconvincible using examples they won't accept and facts that they will deny. It's useless. Narcissistic personalities have all the evidence stacked up on their side. They seem to truly think they have proof of what they believe. They will tell you what you think, what you feel, what you believe, what you meant, and nothing you ever say convinces them otherwise. They add two and two together to get five, and they will not listen or even consider anything that does not validate that. You cannot prove them wrong, which automatically validates these things as true and correct. The problem you are having here is that you're arguing facts and they are arguing feelings. When they state their feelings as facts, you attempt to address their unsupported conclusions by bringing up the actual facts. This may be perceived by the narcissist as you trying to manipulate them or convince them out of their feelings or as trying to control what they think. 
These conversations are extremely confusing and frustrating for people and it's because even though you might not realize it, you're actually talking about two different things. You are talking about what actually happened and they are talking about what they have interpreted the events to mean through an emotional distorted lens. Because of that, these things may bear only even a passing resemblance to each other. Maybe it was Wednesday and you were both at the movies, but that is where the agreement between the two perceptions ends. There's no way to get together on this either because narcissists will not listen to you. They can't. If they listen to, or if they even entertain your side of something, they seem to view this as giving up ground and losing the power position. For the narcissist, everything depends on them being able to hold on to that position and they will fight like crazy to do it even when it makes no sense at all, and even when it causes them to lose important valued positions or relationships. In fact, this kind of ignorant, unintentional self-sabotage is very common for narcissistic personalities. Even if they did listen to you, there is every possibility they would not be able to understand what you're trying to say. Their perception of things is very different from yours and they see things through an affected lens. Simply trying to present objective facts to narcissistic people can be very difficult because many narcissists really don't have a way to see things objectively. They cannot take their feelings, conclusions, and interpretations out of the equation. They cannot view things through any other lens. Asking them to do so is pointless. So what you are left with is a person who cannot see things as they really are. You cannot prove their conclusions or interpretations wrong, which means you can't prove them wrong, and therefore there's nowhere to go with any of this. They will simply keep repeating the same wrong thing over and over again, completely convincing themselves that it's the truth, and bolstered even more so by your inability to prove them wrong. Sometimes this behavior is gaslighting to take the focus off of them and whatever they did wrong, but sometimes it's truly sad. The narcissist will sit there smugly believing they've caught yet another evil liar in this gotcha moment, when in reality, they're doing nothing but assigning malicious motives to people who actually care about them and destroying the most important relationships in their lives for what is literally no reason, simply because they misunderstood due to their own fear and their own self-loathing, and then they wouldn't listen to anything that said that they were wrong. It's really a shame to see, and it's even harder when you realize there's nothing you can do about this except move on with your life because this person has a delusional fantasy image of you and it's not going to change. In the end, it's important to learn to recognize when someone is using an unfalsifiable hypothesis fallacy so that you can better judge when trying to explain or prove something is a waste of time. It will save you so much time and energy. It will reduce the stress in your life dramatically. And when dealing with narcissists, that is the most important thing. I hope this clears a few things up for you. As always, I look forward to your comments, questions, and suggestions, so please keep those coming. I take appointments online, over the phone, via text, via messenger, via email, and through Skype worldwide. So if you're interested in speaking with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. I teach workshops, seminars, and clinics throughout the year, so if you're interested in seeing what we're running this month, you can visit littleshaman.org for that. And if you are interested in joining our support group that meets several times weekly throughout the month, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that as well. You've been listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by BetterHelp.com and littleshaman.org. That's me, Little Shaman. May the Great Spirit bless you. Have a beautiful day.